0: You are now listening to the Fat Fix Podcast with David Flowers, a show talking about all things fat loss and health for the general population, helping people understand why they are in the position they're in right now, rather than just focusing on what they need to do. Your no-nonsense personal trainer friend that you can have access to in your pocket whenever you need some help, guidance, or just to kick up the arse. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Fat Fix podcast. Here I am today on my own. It's good to be back chatting to myself. I've had a few weeks of having guests on. There will be guests on for next episode. But I just wanted to cover something today that's been quite popular recently. There's been a lot of talk about it, especially on social media. And yeah, the topic that I want to discuss today is something that I quite passionate about. It's something that I believe has been taken advantage of a little bit. And I just want to give some insight into what I think about this. Uh, I know a lot of people have asked me on social media to do a podcast on this topic as well. It's something that will hopefully resonate with quite a lot of people, men and women. So I thought, why not jump on and cover this today? I will probably get guests on down the line to cover it further because... I do understand I'm not qualified in this area as such. I'm just a personal trainer, but I want to give my experience because at the end of the day, I deal with a lot of people who do suffer from body image issues. Now, before I get started on today's topic, I just want to clear a few things up. I just want to share with you all why I called this podcast Fat Fix because I have had some snowflakes question the name of it suggesting that, well, suggesting that I'm suggesting that fat should be fixed. In other words, trying to insinuate shit about my podcast, being negative about it, when this podcast is the complete opposite. And I'm sure for all of you that have been listening, you will vouch for me that it's certainly not the case. So firstly, I originally came up with the name Fat Fix because once upon a time, I was in the process of developing a subscription website like Netflix Hence Fat Fix, (laughs) you know, original, (laughs) which was the video content education for everyday people on all aspects of health and fitness. Obviously, this has never happened. (laughs) However, I'm still considering something like this. Whether I use this podcast name or not, I do not know. So you may have seen this podcast cover picture and the guest cover photos that I've used that I'm replicating like a film series style. So I'm trying to keep it on that type of brand as such. And I like to think this look is pretty cool, a bit different. And I'm quite creative, to be honest with you. So I like to put effort into things like that. So that is the main reason why I called the show Fat Fix. Now, secondly, I'm obviously a personal trainer. I've been one for nearly a decade now. And my niche is fat loss. Probably 90% of the people that I've worked with and continue to work with come to me for this reason. They want to lose body fat. And for whatever reason that may be, usually it is just everyday people wanting to improve their self-confidence, whether that is simply fitting into a pair of jeans that they love, feeling good in a bikini or a pair of Speedos, or to just simply improve their health. So essentially, people do come to me for a fat fix. So whether you or someone else likes that name or not, it's the truth. You know, just like if I had a leak, I would ring a plumber to fix it. But let's be clear here you don't need to fix it fat doesn't need to be fixed if you're happy the way you are then i'm happy i love people who don't give a shit about what people think and ultimately nobody should feel ashamed of how they look however if your weight is causing you physical health problems or mental health problems then yeah it does need to be fixed it does need to be changed And let's not beat around the bush here or sugarcoat anything. Obesity is killing people. Let's remember that. So the people that I work with come to me with the reasons, not me. I never sit down with everyone and tell them what they need to do, regardless if they are in a position where they do need to lose a lot of weight. I will never go at them and say that. They come to me for a reason and I simply guide them how to do it. In which I do consider all aspects of the health, physical and mental, and I come up with the best solution I think would be suitable for them so they can make this change that they're ultimately after. And I've seen great success in this. People changing their life through what I do is honestly the best feeling ever for me. Lastly, in current society, people are after a fix. Usually it's a quick fix, unfortunately. Unfortunately. People want things now, not tomorrow. You know, we can order something off Amazon Prime and we can get it the next day. People also want this with their fat loss. Now we know this isn't necessarily the case. So you could say the name of this podcast is Clickbait to attract those people to my show. Those that have always struggled with the weight, confidence, happiness, those who have always had a poor relationship with food, those who have always had a poor relationship with exercise, those who have always felt frustrated and felt like their life's been one big diet. The only difference is this podcast won't feed them any shit. It won't sell them any shit, nor make them feel like shit. So that is why I called this show Fat Fix before any mood hoover says, oh, how can you be a PT and talk about body image yet have such a fat-phobic podcast name? As the saying goes, don't judge a book by its cover, because... I believe I'm here to change the game with this podcast for everyday people with a positive message. So without further ado, now I've cleared up that. Today's topic is called beating body image. Now this is a really big topic and it is a really touchy subject too. Now I'm fully aware, like I just mentioned before, that I'm not qualified in this area, so I won't be saying anything out of my scope of practice or going out of my depth. However, this is what I'm aware of, and I'm exposed to it daily with my job. And for many, many years, I've had people come to me who hate the way they look. And the idea of walking into a gym, for many, is absolutely hell. And To be honest, I don't blame them because gyms are full of wankers. Dicks in string vests, juiced off the tits, pretentious girls who have had Gymshark throw up on them. You know, the hashtag booty bitches who look like Power Rangers in the same colour outfits. Now, people's poor body image floods them every single day with anxiety, emotion and stress due to the way that they look and feel. And it kills me to actually see it every single day. So that's why I believe I do have a right to speak about this because a lot of these people with body image issues do come to us personal trainers to try and help contribute to make them feel good and feel better within themselves. I'm not saying it is the solution because it's certainly not, but it's a contributing factor for many. You know, I've had people that have come to me to lose a lot of weight and it's not sorted out their problems but it's contributed to help the overall problem and they may need to go seek some other help to sort out other issues they may have in their life and I've dealt with people that it has completely changed their life as well so I'm not saying it's going to change everything you know but at the same time it's all about contributing factors anything we can do to help us so you may be listening to this podcast right now and thinking, how do I get to a point where I stop comparing my body to somebody else's? Now, just because I'm a PT, you know, and I do recognize that I am a male with a socially accepted body size, but it doesn't mean that it isn't, sorry, it hasn't affected me in my life. Now, poor body image comes in all shapes and sizes. It's not just people carrying a lot of body fat, nor is it just women too. Now, I'm not going to chat shit here. I'm not going to get my little violin out and say this has affected me like it potentially has many of you who are listening right now. But I have felt the pressure to look a certain way, especially being a personal trainer, this socially accepted way that PT should look, right? And when I was younger and reading all these men's health magazines, seeing these ripped up men, these Greek gods, it did make me feel insecure especially always being a skinny kid as well. You know, I was getting pissed off that I was not as big as these guys or as ripped and these are as ripped as these fitness icons that I used to kind of look up to. And I seriously considered taking every drug under the sun to help me get there. And even when I was at uni, I did oral steroids. I had no idea what they was, but I was just uneducated, I was misinformed. And like many, I just wanted a quick fix to try and fix my insecurities. But the problem wasn't these other people. The problem wasn't these guys that I looked at in magazines or anything like that. I needed to face my own demons as such. I needed to become educated. Obviously, as I got older, I became more mature and my life was obviously different then as it is now. Like then I wanted to look a certain way, you know, was going out, single, whatever it may be. We all have our own reasons for doing things. And ultimately... As I've got older, I've just started to become a little bit nicer to myself as well. So, the thing is, what I say to a lot of people is, you're always going to compare yourself to others. You really are. It's how you react to that. And it's learning how to get to a stage where we can, you know, admire somebody else's body without questioning your own. And like I say, it's not them that's the issue. And like in the back in the day, I used to take offense if somebody, I had a ridiculously good physique. I was I was envious, but in more of a jealous way, and then beat myself up a little bit. And as I've got older, and like I've just mentioned before, I started to kind of come to a position where, and as I said, I admire someone else's body without questioning my own, without feeling bad about myself, and without feeling like they need to change. And that's what a lot of people have when they see somebody who they believe looks fantastic. They start to question their own body they feel bad about themselves and they feel like they need to change they need to do something now this isn't the way you should be thinking and Mm -hmm. I want to just use an analogy of and it's a Ferrari analogy so I'm going to give you some home truths here with this and this is something that a lot of people do need to accept there will always be someone who you will think has a better body than you just like there'll always be someone with a better car than you this is totally fine, you have to accept it, this is not a problem, the only problem is your reaction to it, so if you're driving around in a, a shitty car right now and you see someone pull up next to you in a Ferrari, do you feel bad about yourself or do you feel the need to get that Ferrari or do you just think, lucky bastard, <laughs> he's got a Ferrari and then move on, and that's it, you've probably forgot about it. So if you have seen, one, seen someone this morning, driving a Ferrari this afternoon, it's probably still not on your mind right now where you're beating yourself up about it, going, oh my God, look at that Ferrari. Wish I was at, had that Ferrari. Wish I had that much money. You wouldn't. You would probably just admire it and move on. And it'd be not even in your mind anymore. However, why don't we do this when we see somebody with a body we believe is is great or how we would want to look? We don't, we hold it against us, we feel bad for the rest of the day, we're like beating ourselves up, oh my god, I wish I looked like that, I wish I looked like that, so I want you to think of it as the Ferrari analogy, so next time you open a magazine, next time you jump on social media and Instagram, you see someone whose body you think is great, ask yourself this, would you do the same if you've seen someone in a Ferrari, would your reactions be the same, they wouldn't, so hopefully that'll help you. Start to start being a little bit nicer on yourself and stop comparing yourself because just like a body, everyone's going to have a potentially a better body than you, just like someone's going to have a better car, or a better house than you. It's how we react to the problem, what is making it a problem. So how do we deal with this? Firstly, I would say by just rating yourself, not your body, not your abs, not your ass, not your physical appearance. You need to understand that you are more than what you look like. And at some point, this may click, whether that's age, whether it's surrounding yourself with the right people, or it's just time, because there really is more to life than having a great body. You know, there's more to life than being in shape by society's definition of in shape. It means absolutely nothing. Having a hot body isn't an achievement. It should not be your goal It's not success. It's basically just like saying, oh, congratulations, you have a six-pack. Now, most people I meet have a war going on in the head because they think developing their confidence is that they have to be perfect. Now, it doesn't help with what we see in magazines, TV or social media, like I've just mentioned. And to be honest, it's no wonder this is a case, and this is really bad for a lot of people right now, Because it's been ingrained for many years, this body image. You know, even from the age of three, young girls are developing body image issues, playing with the perfect Barbie dolls, you know, which has the perfect body, the perfect face, the perfect hair. Barbie's a pretentious dick, to be honest with you. Proper have a problem with her. She default eats smashed avocado and drinks chai like hers. And Ken's a dick as well. He's only got a good bod, but I bet he's got the personality of a bread bin. So let's cover social media and body image. Now, to be honest, I don't even know where to start with this one because obviously that I've mentioned about comparing yourself to others and Instagram, I like to say to people, Instagram is like a world of David Beckham's. For those of you that don't know, Beckham is my idol. Growing up, absolutely loving this guy think he's the freshest guy in the world, and I like to think of Instagram just like a world of David Beckham's, so if I was to go out to a bar, a restaurant, and every lad in there looked like David Beckham, I'd feel like shit, I'd be like, oh Claudia, I don't want to go out, you know, I don't want to take you to a restaurant with all these David Beckham's around me, because I'd be like, feel really insecure, (laughs) and this is what instagram's like you're exposing yourself to what you believe is perfection but we know that's not real life you know i'll do i will go to restaurants i will go to bars and you know there isn't a bar a restaurant full of david beckhams at all and that's what makes life so unique that everybody is different it'd be so boring if everyone was just perfect but that's what it looks like on Instagram because these are the people you follow. You follow perfection. You follow people you think are perfect, but they're not. And this is the analogy I do like to use as well with my clients is don't feel insecure. Don't don't expose yourself to it because it's not reality. Remember, David Beckham's, not a lot of them exist. And I'm sure you girls will probably... Agree with me on that one. You know, I'll be like, oh, Beckham's a 10. And then it make me, me feel bad if I was comparing myself to him. But what do I do? Do our balls do that? I appreciate, just like I mentioned before, how do we get to a point of appreciating without being so harsh on ourselves? Because so I'll go, Beckham's a 10. I'll just be like, I'll be happy being an 8.5. It's all good. <laughs> now, if that wasn't enough of a problem, um, then... What I believe is making this worse on social media, this current body image is that a lot of people are talking about body positivity, self-love, jumping on the health for every size bandwagon when they're in a socially accepted body. Now I get the message and this is the thing with this topic, with it being quite a touchy subject. It's one of them where you can't go in at someone on social media because they'll just use it as an excuse and they'll hide under the following because they don't want they, they don't want to be kind of called out. And I believe a lot of people who are talking about body image on social media are doing it for the wrong reasons. And just like mental health as well, but that's another topic for another day. They're taking advantage of these touchy subjects as such And people who have never suffered from real body image issues, using other people's emotions and vulnerabilities just to grow a following, not because they actually give a shit. Posting a picture with their arse out for any excuse to talk about cellulite. And I have a theory, and I believe it, is that these fits bowls are actually affecting people's body positivity more and more. They are just working the social media algorithm and hijacking what is another trend. Now, you need to ask yourself this. Did you really give a shit about that part of your body before someone on Instagram told you not to worry about it? Did you hate your body before you read you should embrace your flaws? Did you hate your body before it was scrutinized or objectified? Did you obsess about those parts of your body before you read that you should love them? You know, what the fuck are hip dips? I've even got my mum asking me about hip dips because some tit on Instagram posted a hip dip workout. Now, my mum's 60, and now she's got body image issues. She didn't give a shit about her hip dips back in the 80s when she was in a beaver, but all of a sudden, she does. So you need to ask yourself, did this inspiring post actually just make you feel a whole lot worse? And I believe this is a big problem. It'll probably offend some fits balls, but to be honest, I don't really give a shit because my podcasts are for everyday people. I represent real people with real jobs and a real lifestyle. So forget all this self-love shit, because first you just need to not hate yourself. Now with my job being predominantly exercise prescription, I want to finish this with talking about exercise and body image. Now, when it comes to obviously body image, people will tend to want to exercise, just like they will tend to try to diet as well. But let's talk about exercise. And when people want to, say, change the way they look, say if somebody is suffering from real body image issues, obviously they're going to exercise. Now, what a lot of people tend to do is force exercise. They feel sorry for themselves if they don't exercise. And their mood is dependent on how hard or how well you have eaten. Now, we need to change this mindset from having to exercise to choosing to exercise. Now, if you are really, really hate going to the gym and it's like, I have to go to the gym, you've really got it all wrong. Because that's not something that's going to last forever. You need to actually choose to exercise. You need to want to do it. You need to do it for how it makes you feel. You need to do this for you. And your motivation should not come from what you can lose or how shredded you can get. It should come from and it should stem from simply the pleasure you get from moving your body and doing something you enjoy. Now, many of you who are chasing this better body, and like I've mentioned in so many of my podcasts, is that they will succumb to extremes to do so. You know, all this pressure, all these regimes. and I see some people's regimes they've set themselves and the pressure they put on themselves. And even I'm thinking, I wouldn't do that. Let alone the people that are trying to attempt it, who are just everyday people with kids stressful job, whatever it may be. You need to do what your body wants to do. You know, have choice, have variety if you want. Choose what you want to do depending on how you feel. And honestly, this is how you will stay motivated and consistent. And you will literally be so much more productive. You know, how many times have you just been sat there procrastinating to go to the gym and before you know it, you've just not ended up going. And it's probably because you've got this mindset of have to rather than want to. Now, a lot of people's goals, they don't even have such extreme goals. It's What, what they have is really simple goals. But I've said it before in the, my podcast, Lose Weight in Your Head, is that they have just an extreme thought process behind it. So don't get caught up in what you believe you have to do what exercise you have to do, what exercise this celebrity does, that is irrelevant. Do what you want to do because that is the, honestly the key to being adherent for the long term and keeping something up for once in your life, doing something you absolutely love. Whether you're going to the gym, whether you're going to Zumba, whether you're going playing tennis, whether you're going swimming, whatever it may be, whatever form of exercise you decide to take, do it for you. And you may go through different phases, but that's completely fine as well. Exercise for the right reasons. Exercise for you and how it makes you feel. And your body, its physical appearance, the side effect, it's the product. It's the result of being fit, healthy and happy. And it will look the exactly the way it's meant to. And you need to always remember this. Remember that if you don't deal with the shit that's going on in your mind, you're still unhealthy. So that is absolutely massive when it comes to developing a better body image. Don't just think all physical, think about your mind as well, because that is where the problem lies for a lot of people. And I just want to wrap this one up by just saying it. it isn't about what you look like. You are so much more than your body. Your body certainly doesn't define you. You know, you wasn't put on this planet to lose weight. or be shredded. Nor was you put on it to scrutinize your body. And surely that your purpose on this planet is far greater than that. And that's how I want to end this podcast today. To wrap it up, I hope you have enjoyed it. I've tried to keep it short and sweet, give you some, hopefully some real talk that you may not have you heard it this way before. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed it. If you've got any questions, please feel free to get in touch with me. I would appreciate if anybody who hasn't could leave me a review on iTunes regarding this podcast, preferably a five star, and write me a written review. That'll help, hopefully, this podcast reach more and more people. If you share it on social media and a story, please feel free to tag me in that and share it with your friends and family and people that you believe will get a lot from this podcast and this episode today. Thank you very much. I will be here again next week for episode 14 with a new guest, and I look forward to that one. Catch you soon.